Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of your Tipsy Texan podcast with your host, Daniel and David. <laughs> yeah. No, guys, welcome. Well, welcome us back because we're back. Yeah, almost uh, half a year. No, uh, I think yeah, it was it is half a year. More. Yeah, it's probably more than that. Um, it was probably in December. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a little loud there, but yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, but yeah, we've been good. We've just been busy. Life has been getting busy. This um, year just flew by. Yeah, it flew by. Uh, me and Danny, or Danny and I, let me let me word my grammar right. <laughs> we don't live very close to each other anymore. We used to live so close. When we first started the podcast, it was like my next door neighbor in apartments. Like a but now we 15 live in 15-second walk. 15-second walk. And now it's uh, now it's like a 15-hour drive. No, not really. But it's a <laughs> like 50-minute 50 50 drive. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, guys, today we, we're back. We're really motivated. We haven't done this in a while. We're pretty excited. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, I think we have some good beer, some good picks. Yeah, we do. We so. actually um, we, we 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 went by our 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 spot to get some beer. Uh, we picked up some other beer that we're we're not gonna, we're not going to review this episode, but we got two that we think um, we think you'll like. So we're going to be reviewing uh, the first of all, Josh the Guava King Double IPA. Right. Yeah, by Clown Shoes Brewing Company. By Clown Shoes Brewing Company. And then the next beer we're going to be reviewing, we wanted to mix things up um, just a little bit. We don't want to do too many IPAs. Uh, we got the um, Celebrator by the uh, Privat Bruelel, Franz Inzelgammer. It's a German beer. So yeah, and it's a German uh, double This block. one was recommended by, uh, he was a fan at first, and then... Uh, he started listening to, po- to the podcast, and he started getting into beer, and he got a job at Specs, and so. uh, we we saw him there. Uh, he took a picture. He asked for the autograph. Yeah. Uh, so go follow him at uh, Josh Mater on on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Uh, sure. Big yeah. support. Yeah, big guy. support. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we were recommended that beer by Spec employee. Yeah. But um, so we picked it up. We we'll see we'll see what. How good his taste is. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and pop these beers open. We're not going to... Well, you know what? Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and do that. We're going to just go ahead and go straight into this thing. We're going to just right. not waste any time. I'm feeling pretty thirsty. Let's go ahead and pop those open. Gonna pour that into a glass. And and um, I'm just going to drink mine out of the can. Just. Out of the can? All right, yeah. I'm going to do... I'm going to pour mine out, and and uh, we'll see. We'll see the difference. Yeah. Is this a 16-ounce um, uh, can? Yeah. Uh, it says it is a one pint. One pint. So I didn't pay attention in uh, any any class in school, <laughs> so I really can't even tell you what. Okay, yeah, sixteen ounces. Sixteen ounces. Okay, yeah. so sixteen ounces. So it almost holds all of it. The, the glass I'm drinking out of. But right out of the can, we definitely we didn't we didn't get very much head on that, but we do get a nice little hazy uh, golden amber, yeah. a little bit darker <clears throat> gold amber. Almost looks like when you drink too much. Coke or something, yeah. and you pee, and it's like dark. It's not healthy yeah. looking at all. But unlike your pee, this does smell very delicious. Yeah, it does. And definitely pick up some nice. Uh, when, you want to take a whiff of that? Definitely pick up some nice little ch- tropical notes. Definitely get the hops right. Yeah. What do you smell? Nothing. My, my nose is stuck. Your nose is stuck. Eat some. Eat some um, hot Cheetos. Maybe open up your nasal cavity. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Didn't help. Um. This one has mango puree and mosaic hops. Mosaic hops. Okay. Okay. So and we should be... Uh, it's a double IPA. Double 8%. IPA. All right. So let's go straight into this, guys. We're going to take a sip and we're going to give our thoughts on this. So on the front, front part of the... When I, when I take a sip out of this beer, I definitely get like a nice bitter... Mellowy kick, oh, okay. then it fades away with like a like a nice, almost like a smooth, almost like malty. Do you, do you get like a little bit of malt in there? Yeah, I, I get a, a nice little malt. Yeah, very good. Um, it's like the backbone, like the backbone. Like it's yeah, not, it's, it's uh, yeah. So like the front end, you know, I definitely get that nice little hops and mosaic hops in there, and then we get like the nice uh, malty, almost sweet, sweet mm-hmm. little little kick there. Take another sip. I think this is one of my favorite beers. <laughs> Yeah, just be, uh, because of the guava, it's the um, compared to other beers that I, I've had beers that they have pineapple, mango, and other fruits, and you can barely taste the fruit. But in this one, you can definitely taste the guava. It's 
It's a strong flavor. Yeah. It's a good flavor. You know, um, <coughs> on the can it says here it's an Indian Pale Ale with guava double. Yeah, double IPA. And it's a really cool uh, can design. Yeah. It has... <coughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just... Uh, the can has... Hissing, because uh, I'm a snake. <laughs> The can has a guy riding a a tricycle or a bicycle with training wheels, uh, playing a guitar, and then then out of the amplifier, there's uh, like pink blocks coming out, and then he has a monkey monkey just running on his back yeah on his back, and then there's unicorns, so it's a it's a trippy can. <laughs> yeah, it's got you know clown shoes always has. Really interesting artwork yeah, on their cans, and I admire them for that. It's uh, it's really creative how they. I don't I don't know who their artist is, and I'm not sure if they even um, give them a shout do. out on their can. But um, you probably could look on their website and see who does their their artwork. But it's pretty cool, pretty interesting little artwork they have here. So overall, this beer is very tasty, man. It's a very refreshing beer. Um, to be honest, for it being a double IPA. Yeah. I don't. I don't get the the bitterness. Yeah, you don't. From my usual, no, not um, like a clown, a clown, like a rodeo shoes. clown or something. I mean, rodeo clown. Yeah, um, or or like you know any other like a more cowboy or something. Yeah, um, this is really subtle. You yeah, it's, it's it'll sneak up on you. Yeah, yeah, I think you yeah, it's a, it's a really good beer. If uh, I mean, if you want to get into IPA, I mean, I wouldn't recommend going into a double, but um, this is a good beer for you to kind of like open the window open the door for you yeah. to getting into something into more doubles. into doubles because it a lot of people think they can't but um I, I used to really not like them and then i think my taste buds just started changing over time as i was getting yeah. older i think every seven years they change yeah or something like that some crazy math but um now i really enjoy them and i love them in the summer i mean definitely get oh, a, ref- okay. a refreshing taste um you feel refreshed when you drink yeah, well, yeah. I, well i do at least i do when i drink ipas and they, they were only in the fridge for, I want to say, 20 minutes. Yeah. So, and they, definitely pulling out the cool flavor. Down, yeah. yeah. Um, so, they're they're cool, but they're not cold where you yeah. can't taste the flavor. And this, uh, you know, Josh, the Guava King, it's actually uh, available. It's rotating. So, it's like seasonal. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. We're picking this up. What's, this is June? Yeah, June. So, I'm, I'm guessing they're releasing this more towards the summer months. And I can see that. I can see yeah, why. I haven't seen this at the store in a while. That's yeah, the reason yeah, me too. we picked it yeah, up. Yeah, I haven't. I had actually been looking for it, but I hadn't seen it in a while. But it's good to see it. Um, so I think maybe May, June, July, they're going to be having it out there. So if you're interested in picking it up, um, go check out your local specs or, you know, wherever. Or um, what is it? Total Wine. Yeah, Total you Wine. You might find it at, like, uh, your local grocery mart or something like that. They have a craft beer section. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, um, yeah, but th- this is definitely a summer beer. Yeah, and it's really good. So, uh, anyone out there who wants to go ahead and try to try this, please try it. It's I don't think you'll regret it. It's, if you like IPAs, you will like this one. Yeah. Um, if you really like bitterness in your IPAs, you might not feel too impressed by this, but it's it's not bad to not have too much bitter. I mean, yeah. this is perfectly fine, and I, I really enjoy it. I mean, there's sometimes you want to take a little break. Yeah, that's true. And there, there is a slight bitterness, but it's not, it's not oh, too God. strong yet. Yeah. It's there just enough to let you know that it, it is a double IPA, but not, yeah. it's not overpowering either, or it doesn't take away from from the flavor. You know what's interesting on Beer Advocate? <clears throat> uh, they note this style of, uh, you know, they note the style of the beer as a American Imperial IPA. Oh, really? Which is interesting. Um, if you look at what uh, an American Imperial IPA is. Uh, it says you'll be you'll definitely be getting a little malty kick, along with a, a, a slightly or uh, intense hoppy profile, in both aroma and taste, which I do get from this. Um, it's definitely a, a bold flavored, uh, medium-bodied beer, um, which uh, is is what is a characteristic of an American Imperial IPA. Um, and the reason they use, you know, an imperial, and I, and I feel mm-hmm. like the, it, it does make sense, is because um, this is a this is a little stronger beer, so yeah, it's not it like is. it's not like I mean a double IPA or IPA is always going to be stronger. So mm-hmm. um, I feel like this does um, fit, fit in the category, category of an American imperial IPA. I, yeah, although the, the 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 can does say double Indian Pale Ale, mm-hmm. um, but um, I mean I guess it can fall into both. 
Yeah. And um, I mean, it's a beer advocate's a big, big page, you know. So, um, you know, maybe they also categorize it in that because I don't know if, uh, well, yeah, IPA, double IPA, you know. So, eh, I guess it could go either way. So, yeah. anyways, but I, I think that 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 it hits the kind of the, the the nail on the head, you know, with a lot of those characteristics of an uh, imperial IPA, American imperial IPA. Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, but um, the thing that kind of. Oh yeah, it says. Well, it, it was brewed in January twenty eighth of twenty nineteen. It's January at the 20th. bottom of yeah. the timestamp. That's right, January. So it it seems, I don't know, but it seems like it's it was in the shelf too long. But it, it doesn't taste like it doesn't it. taste like it. You know, speaking about that, um, when you're talking about like uh, something being canned, like have you ever heard a thing like have you ever heard of the argument of what's better? Can beer or bottle beer? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's so always been what, like. What's your take on that? I mean, well, here's what, what I here's what, what I think. Oh, before before you give your opinion, what's your go to? Have you had a choice in the same exact beer beer uh, bottle or can? So, I love the bottle. I, I love the okay. bottle. I do, and I love yeah. the the bottle. I love the glass. I love I love the feel, and I love the way it looks. I mean, yeah. like a, like a, a bottle always looks sexier to me than a can. Yeah. Um. You know, you take the artwork away, it's just a plain can. You know, you take a bottle yeah, away, at least, at least it looks, it just, I don't know, something about a bottle and then the weight of it and everything. Even when it's empty, it's, you still yeah. got some weight to it. It still feels like, I don't know, it just feels a little better to me in hand. Um, that's my take, you know, without knowing the facts. Mm-hmm. That's what I was always like, oh, the bottle, the bottle, bottle. Yeah. When I started, we started drinking beers always out of the bottle, you know, so. Yeah, what about you? What do you, what do you prefer? Uh, personal preference. I like the the bottle, but I do like the convenience of a can. And also, there's places that they don't allow a can. I mean, yeah, true. They, they don't allow bo- glass bottles, so you gotta you have to take cans. Yeah. Like but another bottles. downside to the can is that some people can taste a slight, uh, like a the aluminum or yeah, like, like the, a the metal, yeah, something. like a metal taste. Yeah. Okay. So you know, here actually, I just pulled up an article. It's pretty interesting. Um, it talks about, um, you know, what's better, either a bottle or a can. Um, so, you know, you know, cans usually get a bad rap, you know, from the beginning. You know, it's they're generally associated to be holding a cheaper, more chuggable beer. But actually, canned beers are much more likely to be fresher and therefore taste better. So, you know, since you mentioned, you know, you mentioned this was uh, brewed in January, mm-hmm. it, it still tastes pretty fresh, and it still tastes like it has, like, a, it holds a lot of its flavor. Yeah, that that is true. So I, that is one upside to, to the aluminum cans. Yeah. So, uh, and, and the reason ahead. being, I, just letting you know, the reason being is that when you have a, a can like this, it um, it doesn't allow light to come in. Um, preventing the uh, the beer or the malt or whatever inside from souring or spoiling sooner, so that is the yeah. upside of it. Yeah, so that's another thing I was yeah. gonna say. Uh, yeah. Like Coronas and uh, Heineken, the uh, Coronas have just a clear glass, and Heineken uh, they have a green bottle. Yeah. <clears throat> so the light or whenever the light hits it, it changes the flavor of the beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it comes to bo- uh, bottles it's better to have a brown or a darker, yeah, darker yeah. bottle yeah. but overall the can is the best since it yeah, locks out true. completely but that's why there's different colored bottles if people yeah. didn't know that um, that's the that's reason, reason why yeah. so it's just basically like putting tint you know so yeah. um, so overall you know I guess you could say um, uh, you know at the end of the day, a beer is only good when it's fresh. So uh, even though uh, a bottle may look sexier, uh, you know, wouldn't you rather just uh, drink, you know, a good beer poured from a can than a bad one poured from a bottle? Yeah, right? at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter where yeah. it comes from. But and t- to be honest, I think the aluminum cans might be better for just yeah. in general, just for the environment. Cause, yeah, I mean, glass it rarely gets messy. recycled. Yeah. Hmm. Except we throw in the fire, but yeah. True. But overall, man, Josh, uh, the Guava King uh, by Clown Shoes, great beer, great beer. Um, you know, if you get a chance, definitely go by and pick it up. I think so. I give it a thumbs up. What about you, Danny? Uh, yeah, it's thumbs it's up. a good beer. So, good beer. out of ten, what's your rating? Out of ten, um, 
I don't know. I think I'm gonna give this a. Uh, you know, what was the overall? What was the price of this? For a four pack, it was fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, by four pack by itself. But yeah. you're also getting sixteen ounce. Yeah, sixteen ounce, so, and they are double IPA. And they are double IPA. They're eight percent. So that's not bad. And they're eight percent. That's an oh, we didn't we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, eight yeah, percent. So um, uh, I, they do sneak up on you, and I'm yeah. actually feeling it a little. But um, that's awesome. Eight percent. Um, I'm, I'm gonna give this a solid. Uh, you know, I say eight and a half. The reason being is um, uh, the price is just a little bit tad bit high for me. Was it for, was it fourteen ninety nine? Yeah, fourteen ninety nine. Fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, just a tad bit high for me. Um, if it was twelve dollars, dang, this would be like a nine. Yeah. Um, but the flavor is great. Uh, and I also knocked it down just a little bit because of the availability. Yeah. But um, it's a good beer. So if you if you ever see that out there. Um, definitely pick it up um you know as in as in taste i would rate this about a nine as in just overall yeah. including price availability and all that uh give it 8.5 8.5 yeah. okay i'm gonna give this sorry i'm gonna have to knock that to like eight <laughs> sorry yeah eight. Eight. i'm gonna do that eight yeah right. so eight for total of everything uh nine just on taste all right i'm, I'm gonna give this nine Rome is great two. too true oh yeah it's most great and uh nine point two it is on the pricier side at uh, four pack for uh, fifteen bucks, basically. Yeah. But uh, if if you just buy this for yourself, you're yeah. only going to drink one for the for the night. Yeah. So if, if you take a four pack home, you're just going to drink one in, in the evening, and that's yeah. it. You're good yeah. for the night. Yeah. You know, uh, talking about this, um, Ghost in the Machine by Parish Brewing mm-hmm. runs twelve ninety nine. Or twelve, yeah, twelve ninety nine, something like that. Pack? For a four pack, yeah. Wh- which one would you prefer? I, that's a tough. One, that's a tough one. I'll, I would take this one just because of the guava. Just the guava, and I would take the. Uh, I like the little. I just like the flavor of the. Um, I pick up the tropical notes more on the on the Ghost in the Machine. Yeah, so, that is true. But it, it's a, it is a close. Well, I I, it's I think close. it's a it's, yeah. I a I do one. prefer Ghost in the Machine a little more. Like it's I would definitely I wouldn't hesitate on that, but it's not far behind for me. Yeah, Josh. The Guava King, excuse me, is not far behind. And uh, Definitely not to be underestimated. Yeah. Ghost in the Machine comes in brown bottles. Brown bottles, yeah. 12 ounces. Mm-hmm. 12, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- there is that. Uh, oh, there is that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So you're actually getting more from this. Yeah. So, yeah but you're paying uh, like two, three bucks more. Yeah. So. It, 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 it evens out. It, yeah, it yeah. evens out, so to be honest. Yeah, it, it's more of a taste preference, yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I said, uh, I do prefer the uh, Ghost in Machine, but this is this is awesome. This is a nice. I feel like this could almost be a, like a session IPA for me. Really? If that sounds ridiculous, but it, it, it almost just it goes down so smooth. And uh, where's uh, where's Clown Shoes uh, brewing from? I think they're from Massachusetts. Massachusetts. If if I'm not mistaken, Boston. Boston, Massachusetts. Um, yeah, I'm look that up real quick. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it says, uh, yeah, brewed out of, uh, no, no, where are they from? Oh, it might say on the can, dude. What am I, what am I doing? Okay, it says, yeah, yeah. Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, sorry for screaming on that, guys. Um, my yeah, bad. So, Boston, Massachusetts. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, there's a lot of heavy hitters in Boston. Yeah. Um, we Julius, definitely got that. Is that where Julie, or uh, Treehouse, Treehouse Brewing? Yeah. And a Trillium Brewing is there. And there's a bunch of upcoming ones, like, in there, like, yeah. It's a lot, man. There's a lot of competition there, man. But um, out of the entire country, do you think Houston has a strong craft brewery scene to com- I, st- that stacks up against the? the you know, well, <clears throat> you know, we're, we're the biggest city in Texas. Yeah. So statistically, we have Houston population. Houston, not not, not considering like Conroe, Katy, uh, Spring, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston has 2.3 million people. Oh, okay. And the, the the second city next to us is San Antonio with 1.2, so we oh, beat them by like a million yeah, something, bro. Almost double. But you know, the people don't understand is that Houston, we get the traffic for from about for about like maybe about three and a half million, because yeah. everyone coming in from Katy, from Spring, from we, I mean, we, it's ridiculous. No, I mean, everyone's yeah. coming into Houston. That's true. So, um, I mean, we're a big city. There's a there's a big market for for beer here. That's why you see so many upcoming breweries. Um, we do have a big beer scene. The only thing that it, that's kind of weird on me is that um, some of the beer, some of the breweries, aren't like at at like the top standard, the yeah, top tier level. Oh, okay. Like, I mean, I mean, like, like to me, to be honest, Eighth Warner Brewery. 
I just feel like, oh my god, I like their beer. Like me personally, I'm not sure how you feel about it, but me personally, I just feel like, oh, they like big time in beer. I just think they're just overhyped because they're so close to downtown. Yeah. I definitely think Carbach has better beer than Eighth Wonder. Yeah. Um, um, Eighth Wonder, it's a cool scene. It's a cool yeah. spot. They have great logos. Everything's Houston yeah. themed, but the beer is not there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've gone once, and it, it, it's a great, great atmosphere. Yeah, but great atmosphere. The beer, yeah. I mean, their uh, kombucha is awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't tried it, but I'm yeah. pretty sure it's better than their beer. Some of their beer, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, but then you got breweries like you know, like you got you know, although although Carbug got bought out by Anheuser Busch, but you still got St. Arnold's. You got like uh, under the radar. You got uh, no label. We got spindle tap. I mean, B-52. you got yeah B fifty two. I mean, you got genius. Like, uh, genius. And there's there's a bunch upcoming, and so um, you know you got a lot of. Uh, I definitely like the the breweries that think out of the box, not afraid to take risks. Even yeah. Buffalo uh, Bayou, like oh, I was yeah. telling you earlier, like they made like a nice uh, thin mint stout. Because very very oh, good, just out of the box, you know, not not, t- not afraid to take risk. Yeah. And they um, did you try that at the brewery? Uh, no, I bought that. I bought that in the oh, store. Yeah, I bought oh, the, nice. the, the the can. Yeah, it was, oh, okay. it was really good. Um, very tasty. Uh, hopefully, maybe when it comes out towards the the seasons, towards the was it winter season, yeah. fall, oh, okay. it, it gets released. So maybe we can try that. But anyways, um, you know, we got a big upcoming community. I feel like there's a lot of room to grow. And and when I mean grow, I mean as in like uh, you know, brewery setting their standards a little higher. Yeah, you know, because I feel like a lot of people are getting in, a lot of people get in, but I just feel like the beer needs to get a little, little. Yeah, they, they, you know, they need to push their game, and uh, there's a lot of breweries that are pushing the game, but there's a lot that aren't. So that's true. You know, there's a lot of that, that like staying in that comfort zone, and yeah. I think that I think that that's kind of like a downfall for a brewery to stay in that comfort zone. Yeah, uh, Spindle Tap. They were trying really hard, mm-hmm. and that was great. Whenever they were coming out with yeah. new stuff like uh, Houston Hayes and all yeah. the heavy hitters, mm-hmm. all, all all those new beers. But I think they kind of settled down once because right now they yeah. have the, the Houston market. Everybody yeah. goes there. Yeah, I think they kind of yeah. And so I think maybe that's what their goal was, you know, because you know it, it was irritating that you could only get their beer by standing in line on a Saturday, yeah. and you know. Um, uh, you know they only made so many, a couple hundred yeah. barrels or yeah, whatever. Of, of, so um, you know they, they, I guess they obviously listened to the community by reach, you know, by spreading out and yeah. having having something at least with it, I think it was five percent tent Houston Hayes, Houston right? Hayes. Are now yeah. like on the shelves, and those are like a lot of the uh, 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 what is it, the uh, Deepa IPAs. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good, you know. They 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 you know they get back, to, they listen to their audience, listen back to the community, you know. They put some in stock, put something in stock that we can enjoy, and that's really good. And I commend them for that. Yeah. And but now it's time to um now it's time to you know to venture off. I think they should yeah. try something else. You know, like if Spindletap went into stouts, I'd be like, whoa, that's awesome. You know, I feel like that'd be like that's out of their comfort zone, and that's like that'd be yeah, really interesting to yeah. see what they do there. Yeah, the one that they always try something new is B fifty two. B fifty two, yeah. Which I've never been to, yeah. but I want to. Yeah, we'll go. Don't worry, man. Yeah. We'll go. It's out in Conroe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, we'll definitely have to make a, a trip out there. And so, as of right now, do you think Boston has the best uh, craft beer scene? Um, no, you know, I think it's it's competitive. You know, I know, and uh, you know, I know L A. and what is it, San Jose or? I don't know. There's some city close to there's a, there's a there's a big craft scene in LA. I mean, there's a big beer craft scene in in uh, Chicago, um, mm. in um, in New York. I mean, it's just that there's so much that you really don't yeah, hear about it. But there, you know, yeah. I mean, uh, but a lot of it is a lot of hype ones are in Boston. Oh, okay. And so, um, but they do have they do have heavy hitters. I'm not gonna lie, they do have heavy hitters yeah. there. And there's just so much, but. Um, Oh, yeah, I mean. Anyways, guys, we're gonna we're gonna end this pers- first part of the the um the show, the show. with the uh, clown shoes. Definitely pick it up. Yeah, if you can. Yeah, definitely. Definitely pick it up. Yeah, you can take this to a party. And I could definitely see this. Oh yeah, know, where would you take this? I mean, yeah, I, I could see. We had a four pack. Where I mean, if you like, if I'm going over to like Danny's house and like you know we're just gonna chill, I definitely bring some clown yeah. shoes. Um, you know. Because I know Danny likes it, so I'll bring it over. And this is this is like if if you know someone who loves IPAs and they haven't tried this, go ahead and bring it to them. You never know; they might really enjoy yeah. it. 
This and, will be a and, good introduction. Into yeah, and well, being, like said, yeah, and being 16 ounce with two of them, I mean, you're pretty good. Yeah. So um, even with one, I mean, but yeah. with, with two, you'd be good, you know, just to relax and mellow out. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll be right back, guys. We're going to be viewing on the second half of the show the... Um, it's going to be... Celebrator, celebrator, right? By or some, it, it's a celebrator or a celebrator. I think it's celebrator. <laughs> Tour, yeah, yeah, it's a German uh, Doppelbach. Uh, Doppelbach. So we'll get into that when we're right back, guys. So stay tuned. No, it's not recording. Okay. <clears throat> when are we ready? Whenever I'm ready. <coughs> so, welcome. <laughs> welcome back to the smooth jazz. <laughs> That's how we're going to start, remember? We're yeah. going to do fake voices. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. That's what, that's how Freddy always enters the digital bias. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yeah. We're here with uh, Dan, Dan, Dan. How do you Dan. like your beer, David? I love my beer. Hot or cold? I like my uh, smooth. Uh, Real smooth. Can you do effects on this thing? Yeah. Oh, I can do it all over here. Oh, that's right. You can do the deep voice. We should come in like that. <laughs> do the deep <laughs> one. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Tipsy Texan Podcast! Yeah, yeah. Dang, I can barely understand it. <laughs> yeah. Every time I hear myself, I feel like I have to talk slow. Yeah. Because it makes you want to talk slow. Um, yeah, so I was sexually abused from the age of three to the <laughs> age of 27. <laughs> Save uh, for the podcast, man. <laughs> We uh, always wasted our good jokes before the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we have. Oh, did you hear the episode where we we did the voice changing? Yeah, yeah it was like we have Satan Devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so just a little bit about myself. Um, I was sexually abused. I was born, I, I was born a female. Say. My name was Ashley. Um, now I'm Danny. Um, oh, there he goes. He just texted me too. A ver qué dijo little sexy girl Elma. Yeah. He said, yeah. He said, yeah. Like, come on over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I voy. <laughs> Me esperas. Light a candle. Are yeah. you ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, is there any way you can just do yours as an effect? Or no? It's um, just no. Since it's one hour pilot. Oh, okay. I just... Get this little elm girl. <laughs> I don't have permission to invite. <laughs> Alright. You want to bring us in on, on the second half? Yeah. Alrighty. Welcome back to the Tipsy Texan Podcast section, part two. two. Episode we have a special two. guest. We have uh, Satanás. <laughs> Hola, como estás? Oh, Satan speaks Spanish. No, I speak every language. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice to know. Yeah. Um, what do you think about beer? We don't have beer in hell. <laughs> the only beer you have is the one you wear on your face, the beard. Well, nice talking to you. So we're going to move on to our beer of the day because we drink beer every day. Ooh. This is called the Celebrator by the... You know what? What? Who makes this? How do you even Celebrator this? might be... Or Celebrator might be the... Um, what? Just from... In the USA imported by Merchant Du Vin Corp, Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Brewed and bottled in... What the Kong hell? It says, Et Mercelli Parde Pra Aying Franz in Zenat Lachmerk, Aying Germany. So it's some crazy name in Germany, Aying Brewery. 
A younger brewery makes this, so celebratory. It's a Doppelbach. Yeah, so, so it's from Germany. It's from Germany. So, um, and that reminds me of Scheinerbach, because Scheinerbach is from Germany. Um, Splitzel yeah. Brewery, that's actually a brewery. People get confused that they think Scheinerbach is a brewery, yeah. or Scheiner is a brewery, but it's not. Yeah, it's not. Um, it's Scheiner Excuse me. Itself. So, this is actually a Doppelbach. What is a Doppelbach? Well, I do not know. Could you... Well, here. A Doppelbach is a subcategory of a Bach beer, okay? Okay. So, a Doppelbach are extra strong, rich in weighty lagers, characterized with intense malty sweetness with some, uh, like, a, you know, like, hoppy bitter notes, okay, to balance out the sweetness. So, um, the color can, you know, vary, like, either, I think I've seen, like, amber, up, like, like, and then amber up to even, like, what this is, which is, like, a dark brown. Uh, and potent, you know, they, they most, for the most part, they have a higher... Uh, alcohol level like you know like normal beers like what four point something yeah usually like, range from yeah. like six or high five points somethings to like about maybe eight uh, percent or something like that so we're gonna go ahead and pop this one open let's go i'm gonna pour it out and i think you're, you're gonna drink out of the bottle yeah i'll, I'll just go straight from the bottle uh, let's see. Uh, there you go. Let, me, let me get yours it says dark malty and rich oh you know what? i just noticed this about this beer mm-hmm. well you you can talk about it. i think you noticed it first but the little horse, the little thing hanging on it, yeah. Yeah, talk about that. Elaborate um, for me. So hanging on, uh, hanging from the bottle, there's a little. It looks like a ram. Oh, it is a ram. Yeah, yeah it's a ram. Which I, th- I'm not sure why box associated with rams like Shiner Bog that they oh, have. Dude, a ram. you're right. Why is that? Why is that? That, that would be an interesting uh, huh. thing to know. Let, let me let me Google that while you just keep talking nonsense. But it's it's really <laughs> 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 all right. But it, it's a really nice detail. It has a box with a hand-tied string on uh, on the neck of this bottle, and it, it's a dark, like a really dark brown bottle. Mm-hmm. So we know that no sunlight affected affected the taste of this beer and also in the in the bottle on on the um on the label it says brewed according to the rain hasting bot rain hasting bot purity law 1516 which was uh i think we spoke this on the on the uh on one of the previous podcast episodes Mm -hmm. where it's it was a law in germany uh from 1516 so about 500 years yeah 500 years ago mm-hmm. that the only ingredients allowed to be used in the production of beer were water oh. barley and hops and uh, so there's no yeast in the in this beer so this beer only has water barley and hops that's it nothing else huh, that's funny so the name actually bach derived from the name inbeck or inbach which in incest no which in Munich, or I guess that's German or whatever, means billy yeah. goat. So it's oh, a ram. Okay, so, it's, so that's oh, why they uh, they put a ram on there. It's like oh, Scheinerbach okay. or this, like Celebrator. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I had so a feeling it was something like that. Um, interesting, though. That's If you didn't know that, now you know. Anyway, yeah, so it basically that. comes with like a little like a little string with like a little yeah. Celebrator ram thing on there. It's kind of like when you buy like cereal and you get like a little prize. Oh, okay. It's like you got this beer and you get a little prize with it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. Definitely boost it. It's a nice detail. The rating. Um, anyways, I'm going to pour this out. Let's take a look right. at this color. Let's take a look. Ooh, oh, that's it's a, a dark. Nice dark. It's like a Coca-Cola yeah, color. It is. It kind of just reminds me of Shinerbach almost. Wait, is Shinerbach light on this? I don't think Shinerbach Shiner is that dark, dark, right? Yeah, it's not. This one is like Coke. Ooh. I hold it up to the light, and I can barely get some light. Yeah, barely. Let me let me post a picture on the gram. You put, like with both of them or, or uh not what's it'll just be on the story and you can follow follow us at Tipsy Texan Podcast at gmail dot com. No 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 Tipsy Texan Podcast on Instagram. Oh okay yeah yeah. <laughs> we don't even have that Gmail anymore. Yeah we do. I check. It. We do but we never check in. I check it. and nobody, nobody ever emails yeah, us. Nobody ever emails. Everybody from I'm gonna give a shout out to the Digital Bytes Podcast. Show us some love, though. Show us some love on Tipsy yeah. Texan. We're going to do a post tonight. Right, show us some love on that uh, comment section. Guys, comment, please, um, what beer you want us to try. Because we will try it, and we will give you a shout-out in the next episode, whether it be five months from now 
or half a year yeah whenever the next episode actually is. the one uh <laughs> beer suggestion we got we never reviewed which was no. by betsy no we, we got the red we, stripe no we, we got we got a review we got um w- the reverend was recommended to us the reverend oh, okay and um Something else, but I can't remember. But I know oh, the Reverend okay, was the for Reverend. sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, for, uh, well, the brewery the Avery was was recommended, but yeah. Okay. So. Was that through Instagram? That was through Instagram. Yeah. Oh, okay. You yeah. meant through email? Yeah, through email. Oh, okay. Only Betsy and yeah. <laughs> we never reviewed Red Stripe. <sighs> okay, so Doppelbog. So this beer is actually very, Whoa. very Whoa. dark. Whoa. Yeah. That means that means Dan doesn't like it. Ah, I already know that. I know uh, that look. No, I. It's not necessarily that I don't like it, but it was a strong taste going from, from the guava to yeah. this. This kind of like a coffee. Did you, did you take a whiff? I take a whiff out of I this. I can't smell. I wish I could. Just take a <sighs> coffee. Yeah, it's like roasted. Yeah, like roasted roasted coffee beans. Coffee beans. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I'm nice not hating it at all. I feel mature now. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. I I think I aged a little bit just thinking <laughs> that. Um, Definitely a nice dark cocoa look. Almost looks like some black coffee you just brewed in the morning. And you definitely get that nice little um, roasted smell. Um, very good. It's a double box, just so you know. Yeah, double box. So you're definitely, it's going to be a stronger taste. So let me take a sip out of it. I think you already jumped the gun and took a yeah. sip, but let me go ahead. That's good, man. I like box. Oh, you do. You oh, know, yeah, you do. well, like you know, my one of my favorite beers in the world is a Shiner Bock. Shiner, yeah. still to and this that day. That is the first beer we ever tried. Yeah, dude, that's... I cannot go wrong with Shiner. I, I still pick up Shiner on the regular. Right. When if I go to a bar and they have Shiner on draft, I get Shiner. You get Shiner. If not Shiner, they, they Love Street. Oh, okay. And I've if been not, shying away from Shiner. Oh, to me, it's you, a little bit too you? heavy now. Well, I've been sticking to IPAs, or IPAs. whenever I go something light, I'll just yeah. take a Modelo, just because it's gluten-free and I like the taste. Yeah. I don't you know, even go... That's so surprising that Modelo's gluten-free. Like, yeah. that is amazing. Modelo, Coronas. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, getting off topic, but great beer. Man, nice, rich taste. Let me let me take another sip. I kind of forgot. Yeah, it's, it's malty. Yeah, I definitely get a malty taste. Very malty. Almost... Old English malty. No, nah, not that malty. But it's it definitely get a malty taste. Um, definitely brings some, like, a roast backbone to that. Um, yeah. It but it's a little bit sweet. Yeah, a little bit sweet. Like a little it, bit of chocolate. And the um, the roasty flavor almost lingers just for a little bit, like, on my palate. And then it goes away. But it's it's definitely a very good, very tasty, very full-bodied beer. Yeah, this a is lot of character you, in this you gotta beer. drink slowly. Yeah, just, there's a lot of character in this yeah. beer, and there's a lot of uh, if we let it warm, it's yeah. If we let it warm up a bit, I'm pretty sure we'll pull some more flavors. So I'm gonna let this. Uh, I'm gonna keep sipping, and I bet you I'll, I'll pull up something. But some more flavors. Um, yeah. This is actually this is brewed in um in I have no idea where this is brewed, but it's, it's brewed in Germany, in Germany, and it's and oh, it's okay. brewed by the. Uh, a Yinger, it's A Y I N G R brewery. I don't know how a German would pronounce that, but in English, a Yinger, a Yinger, a Yinger. I don't know, but I'm not. Whatever, I'm. They were sure established. That. Operate family. Oh, this is family owned and operated since 1878. So a little bit more than 200 years. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. Imagine, imagine like going to like the first bat, first batch opening. Yeah, you probably got like the dark plague from it, but it's still. I mean, it was worth it. Yeah, and I wonder if this is their like I guess flagship beer or mm-hmm. if they're known for something else. Maybe th- this is really good. Yes, it is. This actually this has um, six point seven percent alcohol by volume, so it's pretty high. It's it's above average in a normal beer. Yeah, it's above average, but you can't really taste it. I can't really tell. Oh. Awesome! This beer is available year-round. Okay, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Cool. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, commendable. This beer. This is the beer that was recommended to us by the uh, spec employee. Yeah, employee. We, we usually don't go to specs, but we were really feeling lazy. Yeah. We didn't go to our normal spot, and yeah. this one Danny like called out to me. So. Yeah. yeah, so we usually go to our other secret hideout, but we, we haven't been there. So yeah. we need to go to uh, Dean. Dang you! Yeah, Dang you all three. Dang, no, everyone knows. No, I know yeah, what it was. I just didn't want to oh, share. Okay. 
But, we, uh, we've said it before. Yeah, we've said it before. So. Anyways. Whoa. Are we getting shot at? Yeah, we're getting shot at. There's fans outside. Anyways, this is a good beer. I like it. Danny, give me your thoughts on this. Like, out of the... Like, just give me your thoughts. What do you think about this? Uh, at first, I went in... I didn't think I was going to like it just uh, since it, it's a Bach. And I haven't been drinking Shiner Bach in, in a mm-hmm. while. Um, okay. I actually passed up Shiner for, uh, like twice. I was offered a Shiner and I just passed it up. I, um, Dang, who I, are you? I, I don't know you anymore. I guess my... I don't know. I guess your palate's changing. Yeah. Or you're maturing or whatever I, it is. I'm growing a yeah. clitoris. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> uh, um, but th- this one is really good. Um, I've, I've been slow sipping, which is the way you're supposed to drink this beer because it's it's not something you can shotgun. <laughs> Ima- imagine trying to shotgun this beer. You'll die. Possible, yeah. No, you won't die, but yeah, it'll be pretty unpleasant. Or, yeah, you'll throw up at least. Um, it sits heavy. And I guess that's part of the reason we're drinking it slow. It's not something yeah. you can just like just down. It's something you gotta just conversate. Yeah, drink slow, enjoy, enjoy. Very tasty. I, I get a malty chalk, a, a hint of chocolate. Yeah. Uh, Definitely like. Something Coffee. sweet in there, yeah. And I think it's sweet. the chocolate. It I think it's the chocolate. chocolate. But I don't even. That's. I, I'm not sure. I'm not even too sure if it does have chocolate. Oh. I get. I get a. I get the sweetness and a little bit of chocolate flavor. Flavor, but I didn't look it up, so I'm not sure if it, if it does have chocolate. Yeah, and th- I mean, there's some. There's obviously something sweet, and I don't know if it's just that they're using a, like a sweeter malt or something. I, I'm not even yeah. sure of the sugar in this. Like a or, roasting malt. Yeah, like, like it's. Um, yeah. All I got to say is that, surprisingly, it isn't, whoa. Oh, okay, hold on. We're good. What happened? Ten it was just a monitor, oh, I guess okay. it but, um, spiked. I lost my turn into that, but, oh, yeah, so, for for being a Bach, I feel like this sits lighter than Shiner. Yeah, no, I just driving yeah. crazy? Yeah, no, no it yeah, it, it feels yeah. like it sits lighter, it doesn't sit so heavy, um, what do you think of the bitterness uh, of the hops? The bitterness of the hops. Do you feel it at all, or is it subtle? I don't feel it bitter at all. And is there even hops in this? I think so. It should. Uh, I think it's one of the ingredients. Interesting. Oh, dang it, I closed it. Interesting. But yeah, I think hops is one. It's, there's water, hops, and another ingredient. Which I forgot, but it only has three ingredients. Oh, okay. What about car- uh, carbonation? I I'm not getting a lot. No, I'm not getting a lot. Definitely not. It's just yeah. more of a just straightforward like. Yeah, which is, I boom. guess it's classic of a Bach. Yeah. Um. Apparently, this beer has won a lot of um, awards. Awards. So let me see. Um, well, we can find that they win. What did they win? You know, yeah, that would be interesting. And whether the awards were here in the in the U.S. or in Germany. Okay, okay. Because I'm pretty sure in Germany they okay, have so stricter rules. The wor- World Beer uh-huh. Awards. Okay, okay, so this one got um world's best dark wheat beer in 2017. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, obviously they said it's a, it's a clearly a ruby clean yeast nose with a little malt battle. Marmalade okay. on warm roasted malts. Oh, so we were correct about some roasted malts. Roasted malts. Um, deep, intense, and nut-like flavors. And I get that. Now that when they when I hear that, when I read that, nut-like flavors, I, that's what I pick up. Something like that. So that makes sense. So, you know, usually when a beer has been around for this long, it's it's for a reason. And yeah. so, um, you know, obviously it's hit home to a lot of people, and um, it's been recognized. So, yeah, and, and I, can, I can definitely see that, especially since this is a year-round beer. To, to you know, to produce a year-round beer that definitely hits home to a lot of people is impressive and is commendable. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because these guys are these guys are international. They're not just in Germany. They're not just in Europe. They're here in the states now. So yeah, that is true. That's that's pretty that's pretty commendable, and that's pretty commendable to keep a quality um, kept up like that. So. Yeah. Um. So uh, very this, good. This beer's origins. Uh, so it was started with a monk's recipe. Oh and, yeah. Uh, uh, the Pope of Beers, uh, Conrad Sadie, describes it as almost black with mm. a very slight red tone, mm. a sensational festive foam, yeah. and truly extraordinary fragrance mm. that at first summons up visions of graves lard. The first taste, no, taste is mild of fullness with an accompanying coffee tone. Okay, so there is coffee. Yeah. Which becomes more dominant with the, with the aftertaste. There is very little of sweetness. It is frequently to be toasted with the Doppelbock beer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Good beer. Yeah. Good beer, but you can't take this anywhere. Oh, no. This is kind of like a... Can you take this um, to the beach? No. You can't take this to the beach. You can't take this to a barbecue. You can't take it to a pool party. I think the only really reason if you drink this is I feel like definitely in the fall towards colder colder days of the year. And almost just, this is kind of enjoyed almost privately or very, you know, with very limited people. Like, and if we were just yeah. chilling by ourselves, you and me, you know, you know, just, you know, talking, whatever. Uh, definitely just something, you, you know, you don't, you don't drink this fast. You enjoy yeah. this. You, you enjoy the characters. You enjoy the boldness. You enjoy the full bodiness, the, the, the flavors you, you draw out from this. As it gets warmer... I'm definitely drawing out more of the roastedness, more of the coffee. Yeah. You definitely get that lingering flavor. Like, you know when you drink coffee, dark? You get yeah. that lingering flavor in your mouth? That, that's what's happening with this box to me. I don't, I don't know if that's happening to you. You yeah, have that lingering bit. flavor. Mm -hmm. And it's not overpowering. It's kind of subtle and soft and sweet. Yeah. So, um, very good. Um, and um, very tasty. Definitely pick this up. Um, you like Shinerbach? You're gonna like this. Yeah. I, n no doubt in my mind. Uh, I think you will like this, and I think this is a beer you should at least try. Once. Try once, yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, if you're into box, you're gonna like it. If you're not into box, you never tried a box. Give it a try. Um, it's not overpowering, and it, it kind of opens the window to something else, you know. And you never know; you might like it. So yeah, that is true. So um, you know, like I never, I never liked cold brew until they told me like try cold brew coffee. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And now I like cold brew, bro. Now I'm addicted. I'm an <laughs> addict. It's like crack to me. I love cold brew. <laughs> and uh, this beer comes from uh, Bavaria, uh, Bavaria, in Germany. Which I'm gonna give you guys the correct pronunciation. What? <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was playing the national anthem. <laughs> um, never mind. Uh, that's uh, funny. Okay, yeah. So it's a it's, okay. it's a state in Germany. Yeah. Okay. So here, let's just let's go ahead and cut this out, man. Let's just okay. Celebrator beer, thumbs up or thumbs down uh, or neutral. Thumbs up, and I'm gonna give this a seven point eight. Seven point eight. It's great. Because? It's a great beer. As far as box go, but yeah. I'm not a huge fan of box, box. Okay, so it's, it wouldn't be my go-to. Okay, that's good. That's good to know. Um, being a fan of box, I like it. I do like it, but I still think I prefer Shiner over this. Really? Yes. Hmm. So um, I'm going to give this a solid. Well, I bought this right, and yeah. I can't remember how much it was, but it came in six pack. Yes, um, it was I think the it was it was twenty five. So this was at least twelve bucks. So um, for six pack, that's kind of reasonable. That's reasonable knowing you know knowing that it's imported from Germany. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna give this a solid eight. Eight. Um, the flavor is good. You know, the price is pretty reasonable. Actually, very reasonable knowing that it's imported from way out there. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna give this a solid eight. It's a good beer. Um, is it something to uh, like go crazy for? No, but it's very good. It's good. It's good, yeah. and it and it holds its own. Mm -hmm. um, so if someone gave it to me, I would definitely drink it. Wouldn't pass it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, anyways, that's where I stand. Yeah. 
So right. go ahead, guys. Check that out. Check out Clown Shoes by the... Um, who makes this? Clown Shoes Brewing Company. <laughs> the, the name of the beer is uh, Josh the Waffle King. Yeah. Clown Shoes Brewing Company. Josh the Waffle King. And then Tri Celebrator by the Ayinger. I don't think I've ever... No, there's been beers that we haven't recommended, right? Yeah, there's been a few. Yeah, there's been a few. Um, Definitely the Los Salty. Locos. Yeah, a Salty Lady. The salty. There's no, 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 no. It wasn't uh, Four Locos? No, no. Not Four Locos. <laughs> no, it was uh, Los Lobos. Oh, no, Los Lobos no, no. we did recommend. Yeah, yeah we did. Uh, but it was... Um, it was Something with lemon. Yeah. It wasn't the Salty Lady. It was another one. Los... Los Something. Los Something. Yeah, you're and right. We, we threw away the bottle and we never... We, no, we kept it there, but it was disgusting. Really? I thought we never found it. Oh, maybe we didn't. I'm not sure. Anyways, guys, there's one thing I want to talk about before we go, and we'll make this quick. I know we've been dragging this on for a while, and we're super boring. If you're still hanging in there, thank you so much. But, okay, so there's going to be a law that's passed. There's a law that's being passed right now. Oh, it, Actually, it, it's been passed. It's passed. As of May 24, 2019, it's passed, okay? Um, this law states that um, manufacturing breweries can sell beer to go okay so uh, up to an equivalent of one case uh, per customer per day what does that mean a lot of people don't even one know case. that this law passed okay so um basically uh most breweries in texas up until may 24th they couldn't sell cans growlers bottles or kegs okay but this new law is letting people take up to uh it says one case here, but actually, when I'm reading the, it, it actually it's bumped up to two cases of beer, which is 576 ounces per well, person. One case is 24, so that's a lot. So that's, that's a right. good amount. That's yeah, a good amount, yeah. So and they actually upped it up to two cases, so 576 ounces per person per day. So that's what it that's what it means. So and it's and it's actually um, excuse me, sorry, actually, but it's um, this is this law is actually pertaining to. Uh, manufacturing breweries so what does it take to be or what is a manufacturing brewery a manufacturing brewery is a um give me is one sec do they have to produce more than a certain or more than a okay or a certain quantity yeah so in texas breweries are licensed either as brew pubs or manufacturing breweries brew pubs often serve like food oh, um okay. and uh whether or not they're not required to or whatever but um brew pubs can sell beer to go in any format so hmm. like i guess like uh it, it depends on how much beer you sell oh, so okay. manufacturing breweries uh, t- brewery tap rooms cannot sell beer because they they sell weight they, they they make too many barrels of beer okay, oh, okay. so t- to be considered um, a brew pub you're capped at producing 10,000 barrels of beer annually okay hmm. and um uh, and and to be a, a manufacturing brewery you're you have to you can make up to 225,000 barrels of beer annually okay oh. and your tap room sales are capped at 5,000 barrels okay oh okay so um So that's that. So in order to be considered a manufacturing, so manufacturing breweries, it, uh, so St. Arnold's, I'm not sure how much they produce, but I'm sure it's a good amount because I think they say, well, uh, so, okay. Yeah. I think that no, uh, nationwide, M- maybe. Yeah. Maybe they do. I think so. Yeah. I think so. So they're, so they're up to 225,000 barrels. So, um, that's a good amount. So if this law does pass, yeah, because I don't think you can buy beer at St. Arnold's and take uh, it home now. You can't. No, you can't. But that gives us that explains to us why Spade on Tap can, because they're um, oh. they don't make that much. Okay, yeah, and that, and that explains sense, why they can sell us beer, and that explains also why other smaller breweries can like, sell us beer. So Eighth Wonder can't because uh, because I think yeah, they yeah and, they, and they cap you for your so okay so. If you sell beer in your tap room, that mm-hmm. counts toward your five thousand dollar barrel. Oh, it does. Yeah. So, oh, okay. th- so whatever. You, if you sell like a draft beer, like from mm-hmm. the, like if you're selling beer in the tap room, that all counts toward your five thousand oh, dollar cap limit. Okay. So, if you do start selling beer, that's going to count towards that. So, they either have a choice: either you sell beer or you keep your tap room open all year. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. So, um, 
So when this law passes, a lot of these things are going to change. They're going to allow you to sell the beer and And have your tap. Have your tap. Have your tap. So I think I think now what's going to happen is that your barrel limit will be. I mean, your your sales of cases of beer, whatever crowlers, won't go against that five thousand. So it in turn it's better. It's it's better for the company because they make more sales and they're able to make. you know, yeah, please, they, please they don't have to choose between yeah, exactly. tap room or exactly, sales. exactly. So that's really interesting. And, and I and it, it did it pass? Did it pass? Yeah, it did last month. It did last yeah. month. So it did pass. So now um, breweries are able waiting to do that. For it to yeah, be, I guess to be signed off and go into effect. Yeah. So, um, exactly. So if if you're a brute, well, okay. So since it passed, um. It passed, so now there's no issue in that because almost every other place, every other co- state in the country doesn't have laws where that you know breweries can sell beer, like you know like uh, was it a uh, Treehouse Brewing Company? You can go yeah. there and buy cases of beer, or whatever. Yeah, any other true. places, but Texas still had that legislative law where you couldn't do that. You were capped at ten thousand um, uh, total barrels of beer annually to be considered a brew pub, and if you made more than that, you were considered manufacturing, so you didn't have all those privileges. Which makes sense. Yeah, which makes yeah. sense. But now it's all over, and it's awesome, and now we can go buy beer wherever we want, and it's yeah. great. And I think it's a good thing, and I think it's going to help the beer community grow. Yeah. And it's going to definitely put more money into the system, and it's it's cool. Yeah. And um, you see, like, like St. Arnold's, they're growing, and they're doing more things for the community. They just opened up their beer garden. Yeah. Um, it's a great scene. You know, they're, they, you know, you can watch Astros games there. Yeah. And we're um, actually invited to the uh, – uh, uh, since we're yes. local celebrities, we're asked to do a, a local speech after a little tro- little tray or yeah, one yeah. of the one of the rappers. Well, we did get some free passes to get yeah, some beer at the VIP. at the uh, at the brewery. So they yeah. they actually give us some passes. We that's real. We'll put those those on our Instagram. Everything posts. is real. Everything is real. <laughs> but this is really real, yeah. and we got some passes to get some free beer at the brewery. Um, and we can try out. It, it's their 25th anniversary, St. Arnold's Brewing Company. If you live in Houston, Texas, or close by San Antonio, Dallas, whatever, want to come down. It's June 8th, this Saturday. Yeah, it's tomorrow. June 7th. Tomorrow. Today's June 7th, so tomorrow's June 8th. Come down. They're going to have live music and have food. You can buy the – the admission is free. Yeah. Everyone's invited, and you can get it for free. You can pay $100 to get um, – what is it? It's like a VIP, you get, VIP you get a access. Slice of cake. Um, so, base, so, yeah, so – so so basically what you get give me give me one sec and I'll tell you what you get. Okay, so with a hundred hundred dollar VIP access at the St. Arnold Brewing, you're gonna get a um you're gonna get a special location where you can um you can die. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Where, the the, the hundred dollar super saint VIP package includes um the twenty five twenty fifth anniversary glass, okay? Okay. Uh, four beers uh, from the year-round seasonal lineup, a buffet dinner that starts at five and ends at six thirty. Okay. Um, you get definitely covered seating at the art car gallery, and you get um, the fancy bathrooms, nice clean bathrooms. You're in the cooling station. You also get additional beer service, which is like waiting service. You don't have to get up and stand in line. They bring all your beer to you, and you get to enjoy some of the 25th anniversary birthday cake for St. Arnold's for hundred bucks. And that's yeah. you get all that, and you get um, front like. Uh, like front, not front row seating, but you get closer yeah. seating to all the live music play. Yeah, and it's a hundred dollars for a civilian. So those veterans that were in the beer game, it's included for us. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but um, do, do you think it's worth it? You know, I mean, twenty fifth anniversary. I mean, it's twenty fifth anniversary. It's an anniversary, and I think if you if you're like a go getter, if you're, I mean, not a go getter, but if you're a supporter, especially from like a local brewery, um, I would do it. I would do it. I think I would do it. I, I would, would do it. And I think just the experience and the embodiment <laughs> of that is it, it'd be fun. I didn't even spend a hundred bucks on my anniversary this year. That was like eighty. I just went to a dinner. But that's because you're a savage, man. True. So you you spent you spent eighty dollars to include dinner, gift. Just, oh, just gas. dinner. I don't even know what I got got for your as a gift. You, you didn't get a gift. I can't remember. Oh, I know what you gave her. Uh, flowers. Not even. Not even. Dang. I no. can't remember. It was something but, nice, I think. 
Well, thank you guys for listening to the Tipsy Texan Podcast. We want to welcome you back. We're trying to be a little more better with our information yeah. given. We want to kind of actually inform you guys about things. Um, you know, we're trying to be a little bit more prepared. But we want to thank you guys for listening. Please give us a follow at Tipsy Texan Podcast on Instagram. Remember to leave your comments in the photo section. That way, you know, tell us what beers you want us to try out. Any beers you want us, you want to recommend to us, and we'll definitely, you know, we'll definitely give you a shout out in the next episode, and we'll tag you yeah, on our post on the next big, post. And um, Instagram, we're going to be doing a beer giveaway again soon so stay tuned for that guys um definitely the summer brings up a lot of new beers a lot of uh you know tasty brews that we're gonna get our you know our hands on and we'll definitely be posting something soon about a beer giveaway so stay tuned for that guys and we love you very much have a good night and uh this is tipsy texans out out i hate my life <laughs>